to a very special WrestleMania episode of Wayback Wrestling Mania. As always, I'm your host Adam, and with me is my co-host Donnie. Donnie, how's it going? What's up, wrestling fans? It's the podcasting machine, the big nerd in green. It's the Emerald Enthusiast here to talk to you about WrestleMania. Yeah, we we haven't. I don't think we've done a show since last year's WrestleMania. No, we did yet. Um, last year's WrestleMania, and that was it. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna change that. We're gonna do the show more often. Um, we're we're thinking about doing uh, the, the the you know the the, the the can we even call them pay per view anymore? What are the the big events? The monthly, you know, big, big, I can't even say big show because then it sounds like I'm talking about. <laughs> Who's no the, longer with WWE. So He's with AEW and I've seen him on commentary. He's really good on commentary. But anyway, uh, we're going to do the main event monthly shows. How about that? Is that? It's a mouthful, but yeah, here we are. Um, right. That's what it is because, you know, they've made it so confusing. Uh, I guess pay-per-view is not a thing. Now it's streaming and, you know, then yards. Uh, but anyway, so that's that, that's going to be our plan. Um, but what a better way to kick off this new arrangement than with the the biggest show of the year, uh, WrestleMania. Granddaddy of them all. Yes. And this was WrestleMania 37, correct? Yes, WrestleMania 37. I know that because WrestleMania is as old as I am. <laughs> that's depressing. Um <laughs> But um, as was the case last year, it was a two-night event affair. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm actually hoping that becomes a regular occurrence. Likewise. You know, I really like that. I I don't like a four- or five-hour show. I think that really kind of drags, and it, it asks a lot of the audience. I think breaking it up into two nights is... Yeah. Definitely a plus. I mean, they break it up and you get six uh, six hour show. So there you go. Yeah, exactly. But it doesn't seem so laborious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and it also gives more of the talent a chance to be on the show. It's a great way to showcase all these abilities and all these feuds. So yeah, yeah. Um, so I like the, the two part aspect. The difference between last year and this year is that there were audience in the crowd. And I'm of two minds of that. On the one hand, it was great to have a live, to see the reaction and the the, the, the pop, you know the pop of the live crowd and such. Yeah. But I was looking around every time they showed a crowd shot, and yeah, there were a lot of people with masks, but there were also people that either had their mask down mm -hmm. or not at all. Right. And I think that is just now, unless everybody in that arena was tested beforehand before they entered or there was some confirmation that everybody in there had a vaccine, mm -hmm. then it's a different ball game. But I'm assuming that was not the case. I, I doubt it very seriously. And that's a little dangerous on my end. I hope everybody right. ends up okay and nothing, but that seemed a little bit. Yeah. If, if you're not in the United States and, and you're listening to this or watching this, the virus is not under control here. Yeah, it's, even with the vaccinations yeah. taking place. There's very so. few countries that are, have it under control. Yeah. Canada's so it, not one of them either. So I can't, yeah. I can't say, I can't pull up Bret Hart and say Canada's better than everybody else. Because, <laughs> uh, that's not the case. Uh, like we're currently in a six-week six lockdown. And I use air quotes because it's not really. Yeah. 
uh, it's not really a lockdown. But anyway, but so that was a little concerning to me. Yeah. On the one hand, but on the other hand, it was it was cool to right. And, and, and I will give WWE credit for promoting the vaccines. You saw yeah. that during oh, no, you know, no, some no, of the yeah, promos. They, they, so they, they are doing their part. Yeah. So so yes. you know, it just so happens that they're in Florida, and Florida is doing Florida things. <laughs> that's a good that's a good way to put it <laughs> and 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 there we are so i hope everybody's all right i hope everybody's good likewise and, and that's all that's all you can say uh interestingly enough they went back to the thunderdome on their weekly shows so yes. what does that tell you um, and i highly doubt you're gonna see a live crowd for their next monthly event i, I think it'll just be now i have heard that they're gonna try to do a live crowd for SummerSlam. Well, that makes it. I so, guess that makes sense because, it, like, if they, if their if their strategy for now is, you know, the bigger name events, yeah. then I, I guess sure. Um, yeah. Hopefully, I, we have progressed with our pandemic. By August, hopefully, by August, everybody. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, hopefully things look different in August than they do now. So. Yeah, but it seems like we've been saying that for a year and a half, Donnie. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Forever. So. <laughs> so I I, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. I can just control what I can control, and that's what right. I'm trying to do, and that's what Donnie's trying to do, and and hope everybody yeah. go do, like listen to the advertisements that WWE is putting out. Yeah. If you have an opportunity to get a vaccine, I would recommend getting it. I can't tell you how to live your life, but that would be my recommendation. Yes. Uh, so that's all I can say. Yeah. But let's talk about the fun stuff, which yes. is actually WrestleMania itself. Yes. So we've got a lot of matches to get through. So let's right right through. Well, let's talk. I mean, I guess we're going to start with the hosts. Yes. We had Titus O'Neil. Yes. And depending on your your when you grew up watching him, yes. either the Immortal Hulk Hogan or Hollywood Hulk Hogan. I had the pleasure of seeing both. So he's it's kind of like if I was wearing a Hulk Hogan shirt, it'd be half red and yellow, half NWO. So that would be right. me. <laughs> But um, but yeah, so those were the hosts. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, last year, if you listen to our WrestleMania podcast from last year, which you can find on iTunes and Podbean. Yeah. Uh, shameless plug, and you can You're find the that. You're the world champion of shameless plugs, Danny. All right. Uh, we got to make a belt. Yeah. You know what? There we, we go. We're yeah. gonna start a Kickstarter for a championship belt. <laughs> Uh, shameless plugs champion and that'll yeah, be shameless I'll, plugs I'll, and dad jokes i'll award uh, it for, to donnie for his birthday <laughs> but you know i called for titus o'neill last year i definitely think he would have been a better choice than rob gronkowski yeah. and uh this year i think i was proven right on that he did very well uh you know hulk hogan little bit of a controversial choice we heard some booze in the crowd you know i don't think i need to go into all the controversies with hogan in the last 10 years but I think it was a good idea to pair him with Titus O'Neil. So, yeah, and and like I said, I, I'm of the belief with with anything in terms of you know the controversial issue. All I'll say is, if somebody legitimately tries to uh, make themselves better and and change their ways, again, there's a limit. I mean, if you're a murderer, you're a murderer, and, and there are things I can't forgive. But you know, to an extent. If you if you try and learn from your mistakes and make yourself a better person, uh, then then go for it. So that you know, but but in terms of contribution to the wrestling business, you can't deny uh, Hulk Hogan's uh, um, efforts in the, in that area. Sure. Um, sure. So there, there's that. Um, but 
I mean, the hosts really didn't have all that much to do. Uh, my favorite host was what two years ago, Donnie? Uh, yes, uh, Miss Alexa Bliss because yeah, my multiverse wife. You know? Yes, yes. You want to explain that to the people really quick before we get into the the podcast? Okay, itself? so yeah, because I, maybe we haven't done a wrestling one in, in a year, and so maybe all there's a segment of the audience that only listens to this because it's wrestling. But on all my other shows, which are available on YouTube, Podbean, and iTunes. How do I do there, Johnny? Good. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can be. We can, we can create tag team championship belts. There you go. For Sheamus. Anyway, uh, I have a multiverse wives list uh, where all the women that I that I find uh, stunningly attractive or have a crush on are on one of the Earths, and they are my uh, on that Earth. My alternate self is married <laughs> to one of those women, and Alexa Bliss, of course, is. She's on the list. list. <laughs> to, to borrow from former WWE superstar Chris Jericho. No no stealing of gimmick intended. No. Um, but, uh, yeah, so she was my favorite host. And uh, and uh, so nothing can compare to, to, yeah. to, to her hosting duties. Um, but that's neither here nor there. I just have to point that out. So the host really didn't, you know, I, I don't think they affected the show overly one way or the other but again much better than rob gronkowski but yes. that that wouldn't have taken much yes. uh you know so there's that but let's yes. get right into the matches because there were a lot of them so yeah okay so we opened up with the wwe title match and that was drew mcintyre against bobby lashley and uh, i noticed good crowd support for drew lashley had a little bit himself and i have to say that lashley he really had a perfect entrance video, and he's very statuesque when he is standing there with his fingers pointed in the air with the belt around his waist. Yeah. He looks like a champion. He he is just amazingly built, and I have to give him credit. A lot of guys lose a step after they hit 40. In fact, most guys lose a step after they hit 40. Lashley is doing amazingly well, considering he'll be 45 in July. I've lost about five steps, and I'm only 37. (laughs) (laughs) It was, the match was amazing. Uh, The timing was really crisp. And um, there was a lot of solid back-and-forth wrestling. A lot of holds that I thought were good. You know, they didn't just get in there and trade blows and do the high-impact stuff. Yeah. And a lot of different holds. I really like the uh, the Kimura spot on the ropes. And yes. uh, I thought the second time that that um, McIntyre locked in the Kimura lock, I thought it was I thought that was over at that point. And there was some great camera work there. They zoomed in on it, and uh, Lashley has some great flexibility in his arm to make it look realistic. Yeah, yeah. yeah it looked like it hurt. Yeah. So yeah, I. I... I really enjoyed the match, like like you said. There was a good mix of like power moves because both guys are you know quite quite massive, but also technical wrestling, which was nice to see. Um, right. And I've liked this feud the way it's been built, you know, up over the over the months. Yeah. Um, I, I honestly, I'll be honest with you, I was shocked that Drew didn't win the title. You know, likewise. But I will say this, in retrospect, I think it was the right call. Because just like I said, with Lashley being 45, 
almost 45 and performing at this level, you've got to get what you can out of out of him at this point because you don't know when he might hit that cliff when he when he might say, look, the schedule or you know the grind of this business is too much. And who would blame him at 47 or 48? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think eventually Drew will win it back. I think that's the yeah. plan. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it'll be at WrestleMania Backlash. Is that what they're calling it? Mm-hmm. I don't. That's I don't know if it'll be. I don't. I don't know if it'll be there. Or maybe they have a series of matches where Drew just can't overcome him. You know, yeah. um, through various. I mean, through various means, and then it's a thing where at SummerSlam, maybe it could be. That's where he retakes it. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of. I really hope Brock doesn't enter the picture. Yeah, I mean that—that's somebody that I mean, you know. Again, he's older too, and we've seen so much of Brock. Uh, yeah, I—I'm much more interested in life. My, my, versus, fear, my yeah. fear is that it's eventually going to turn into a three-way at SummerSlam between Brock Lashley and, and Lesnar. Yeah, and I don't want that at all. No, likewise, I, I, you know, there, there are certain wrestlers who I think you see them a certain amount of time and you've seen, you've seen him do everything and you just don't want to see him anymore. So, yeah. And I I think so. I, and I have all the respect in the world for Lesnar, but I mean, you're talking about a guy who main evented off and on for almost 20 years. So a great athlete, um, when he wants to put on a show, he can put on a show, but then there's that other side of him where when he doesn't give a crap. He's just going to mail it in. Um, Well, these two guys didn't. And I really like the way the match ended, the storytelling there with Drew almost getting out of the hurt lock, almost, and then not being able to do it. I really liked how that ended. Yeah, went unconscious, right? Yeah, yeah. I really liked it. But also, and and if you think about it, the reason he lost the match was because of a distraction by MVP. So both guys end up looking incredibly strong. Like, yeah. It doesn't take away from Lashley's win, but it doesn't mean that Drew got outright beat. Right. Right. So it, it allows for the for the feud to continue. So I really like the ending. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I like the balance between powerful, you know, blows and technical holds. So I thought it was Likewise. a great match. Yeah. Yeah. So are we doing ratings based on uh one, you know, five stars? One yeah. to five stars, yeah. So I gave this one. This was one of the best matches on the card. I gave it four and a half stars. I'm not really sold on the MVP distraction. I thought they could have done something else to lead toward the end. That was actually the only negative is I thought, you know, Drew, having already been in all these title matches, he shouldn't be able to be distracted by an outside voice. Yeah, true. So. Yeah, that's that's fair. I'll go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm in agreement with you. That was one of the better matches of the of the uh, of the of the night. So yeah, four and a half. Yeah, mm-hmm. out of five. Yeah, it was just so weird to see a WWE Championship match at the at the top of the card. That was awkward. Well, you know, there was some controversy about that. Some fans thought that it definitely should have gone on as the last match of the day. But actually, Bobby Lashley, I saw him say that he didn't feel any rivalry with the ladies match and he understood how historic that was. Oh no. Yeah. Was I, don't, I don't think they should have changed the, the order. It, it was just weird seeing it first up on the card. You know what I mean? Yeah. Likewise. 
you know, it, it was unusual, but when you think about because the match we got at the end of the card was was something else, yeah. Likewise, yeah, I d- definitely good. So, all right, so the second match that was the tag team turmoil match, and we get Naomi up first. We get Naomi and Lana against Carmella and Billy Kay, who making her last appearance, I guess. Yeah, unfortunate. Uh, yeah. So uh, Naomi, she did a really beautiful high kick spot. I really like the pace here. Um, you know, uh, I'm not sure that this match was the best formula for a WrestleMania match. Uh, I think that the fans really didn't know what to expect next, you know, what was coming next. Um, but I do like the fact that they used this to uh, as a launching pad into the next night. Yes. So, yeah, I did like but, that. Uh, so that the winner, the winner gets a title shot on night two. Yeah, which raises the stakes for this match. Yes, because if you have just four teams or however many there were, you know, fighting for nothing, right? Then right. Eh, what's the point? Yeah. So, uh, a really quick pace. Uh, Billy Kay and Carmella pick up the pin, and then comes the Riot Squad, who maintain the pace with them. Really nice finisher there. I like that team, the Riot Squad. There's talent there. Definitely, there's a, yes. There's a lot of talent with those two women, and it has nothing to do with the fact that Liv Morgan wore a Harley Quinn-inspired outfit. <laughs> well, I've got to say, yeah, I mean, they were I noticed that. Yeah. I, I noticed that, though. I didn't notice the Harley Quinn inspiration. Yes. And I, can I, I, I got to do it, Donnie. You know, yeah. today's going to be clicking, all kinds of clicking, because Liv Morgan with that outfit, a Harley Quinn-inspired outfit, He's on the list. He's on the list. Okay. <laughs> now, okay. Now, Vince, listen. I don't know if you're listening. Vince, Triple H, Stephanie, I don't care who you, whichever one is listening. I, I'm making a plea for a match at SummerSlam. And I don't care how you have to divert from the storyline to do it. But somehow get Alexa Bliss for at least temporarily off of this, this, this freaky, freaky phrase, phase even though I, I, I'm kind of weirdly down with that, but <laughs> temporarily, and I'll get more into that later, but temporarily get her out of this freaky phrase for SummerSlam. Have her go back to her Harley Quinn-inspired outfit, and I want to have a Harley versus Harley match between Liv Morgan and, and, and Alexa Bliss. And hell, if you want to include Margot Robbie as a special guest referee, I, I don't know how many times I could pay for WrestleMania or, or SummerSlam, but if there's more than one time I can pay for it, I will. So come on, triple. Yep. Well, that that would get some attention. Make Definitely. the match. Make the match. Somebody make the match. Yeah. <laughs> William so, Rico, I don't care who does it. Make the match. <laughs> so next up in this match, we get the Riot Squad versus Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose, and we got early interference by the entrance ramp because yeah. it cut the legs out from under Mandy Rose, and she hit the deck. I felt so bad yeah. for her, but I was like. Yeah. You know, she she posted on Twitter the next day. She's like, my butt hurts. <laughs> also, Don, Donnie, I can't. When you say Mandy Rose, I cannot not say she's on the list. <laughs> I told you the pen. I'm going to get arthritis just by clicking this pen. For those of you who don't know, DC has just moved from a multiverse to an omniverse, yeah. meaning that they're, that the, the uh, reality is even bigger, and we need that now to accommodate all the different versions of Adam that are out there with multiverse I, I, lives. I've, I've, so. destroy, I've destroyed the universe. With this 
but no, it, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually really impressed with their in-ring ability of Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. I mean, yeah. uh, look, they're both stunning. Yeah. You know, they're both incredibly nice to look at, but, but they have the talent in the ring, which is more important as well. Yes. Um, I just don't know. Interestingly enough, Donnie, you know, WWE's got some really great female tag teams. I don't know which one's going to get the next the next run with the titles. Well, that's something that I was going to save to later on in the show, but okay, I'll yeah, say yeah, it now. Can, yeah. I'll say it now. The women's division is stronger than I think it's ever been. Absolutely. Give WWE credit. In particular, I, I've heard that it's Triple H who's been responsible for expanding and improving the women's division. Yeah. So, and, well, I can, and I can say, listen, just from watching NXT, most of the, whatever good creative decisions are coming from WWE are likely Triple H is doing and not Vince McMahon. <laughs> yeah. As sad as that is to say, but... Uh, so they kept the pace going in this. Uh, I like the uh, the the uh, the riot kick spot. One thing I didn't like though is there was a you know I don't like the shoulder tags. I think that it should always be a hand to hand tag. Yeah, there was actually a butt tag in this match. And Not yeah, close to that. Uh, yeah, but yeah, but in, in terms of the story, I'm like slapping somebody on the butt is not a tag, but yeah. uh, anyway, <laughs> it's more harassment depending on the situation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the riot squad they won with a roll up of Liv Morgan, and then we get Natalia and Tamina coming out. So, there was now they worked very stiff, and that would roll over into the next night. So a lot of stiff spots, but a lot of great selling, a lot of great storytelling. And the win for Natalia and Tamina came after Tamina using the Superfly Splash. And I, I think them winning that match made some degree of sense mm -hmm. because they're both legacy performers in the sense of, yes. you know, Tamina is related. Jimmy, yes, Jimmy, Jimmy Snuka, Snuka, yes. And Natalia is a relative of, of, of Bret Hart, right? Bret so, Hart, yes. Jim that, Not Hart's daughter. Yes. Right, correct. Yeah. Yes. Um, see, we're like, we're like, see, Danny, we're like the, we're like the, the Hart Foundation. I'm like Bret and you're like Jim. Yeah, you got the beer too. So, <laughs> there you go. Uh, no, but um, it's either that or Big Show and you'd have to do this and make that noise every episode. We don't want to do that. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, uh, like I think, uh, first of all, the, the 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 finisher off the top rope was 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 great, mm -hmm. yeah. and such a great callback. It's like I had flashbacks. Yeah. Um, like I, I mean, I'd almost I, I'd almost like to see them get a run with. They they should be in that you know. It almost feels like they should be in that spot. Yes. Like. Now, it, was that, was, was, was that yeah. Triple H calling us to to co-host WrestleMania next year? Possibly. Which I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. But, uh, but you know, I want to I want to meet and greet with Alexa Bliss first. That's my. You don't have to pay me. That's all I ask for. Okay. Lunch with Alexa Bliss. That's all I want, Vince. Okay. Yeah. Give me what I want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, all right, Batista. Yeah. Give me what I want. <laughs> yeah. No, but um. um 
like I said, I, I think with a couple more weeks and months of, of working as a tag team, mm-hmm. I think Natalia and, and Tamina could win the titles and that could be viable. Yeah, likewise. Uh, so what would, again, this, what would you give this match? I, the whole match uh, as, as a whole, I think I'll, I'll give it a three and a half. Uh, that's that's what I wanted to give it. Three and a half, yeah. The, the yeah. ending, the, the ending, the ending, and the work by Liv Morgan and and uh, Ruby Riot really uh, carried this match for me. Yeah. So, but well, uh, those ladies, they all, they all did a very solid job. They're all very incredibly talented. The only team that to me feels a little bit, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know if they have a like a tag team championship run in the future. Is Naomi and and um, Lana. Lana, Not, yeah. Na- Naomi is incredibly talented. Yeah. Lana's the one that is just, I, I don't know, I, I, she doesn't click with me. Well, and with, with, you know, with Miro over in AEW, you never know if they're they're going to want to, you know, highlight I, I, somebody. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I'm, survived the, I'm surprised that she survived the recent, the recent cuts. Yeah, I just kind of assume since, you know, Miro went over there that, that she'd Chelsea be Green, soon to follow. Chelsea Green, a fellow Canadian. Which I gotta, you know, shout out. I I I love Chelsea Green on on in a, in NXT. I think mm-hmm. she never got a fair shake. Plus her injury, you know, when she got to SmackDown, didn't help matters either. But because her husband, which is uh, formerly Zack Ryder, right, um, uh, is now with Impact. I'm I'm almost ninety five percent sure that that's partly what led to her her being cut because she's immensely talented um and when she's let loose creatively i think she could be an asset so if if she does go to impact or aew or wherever she lands i think she's going to be an incredible asset but yeah i would have thought lana and again no offense to lana i don't mean this to be negative but she seems like the less in-ring talented Mm -hmm. I will give her credit though. She took a lot she's, of. She's improving. Yeah. But she's still of the of the bunch of ladies. She's the least, you know, in ring talented. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Yeah. She, you know, she took a lot of spots through tables this yeah. year though. No, um, no. So, she again. She yeah, isn't. You, you got to applaud her, her toughness. Got to give her credit. She is improving, yeah. and but I just don't know with her husband on you know the other side. I don't know if she has much longer in WWE. Yeah. So, all right. Next up was Cesaro versus Rollins. And I got, I got to say I love, here. I love this match. I love this rivalry. Well, you, I think you are in line with most of the WWE universe because there was a lot of crowd reaction here. People really liked this match. Yeah. They love to boo uh, Rollins. Oh, yeah. He's a great and, hero. Yeah. You know, and, I, gotta, I gotta give Rollins. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Danny. Go ahead. I gotta give Rollins a lot of credit because when he was the, the, the baby face, like <clears throat> dethroning Brock Lesnar, I was 100% behind him. And now, as a heel, I 100% hate him. Like in the context yeah. of the storyline, right? Yeah. But, yeah, um, Seth Rollins has definitely brought out this different part of his personality that is easy to boo. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, and the crowd was very. Very into the swing every time oh, yeah. <laughs> Cesaro starts that. I mean, the crowd just loves it. So, uh, yeah, a lot of high impact moves here. 
I, I did like the storyline with Cesaro not being able to use his arm. Yeah. And he persevered. And he sold that injury very well. Yeah. And I really like that they brought up that this was his first singles win at WrestleMania to make it feel special. But th- that was all, that also kind of disturbed me. This guy deserves a lot more of a push. Yeah. Well, and he, he that did um, seem to kind of proliferate into a program seemingly with Roman Reigns because on SmackDown... Just, yeah, I saw uh, last night, yeah. yeah, just last night on SmackDown, he fought Jey Uso. So maybe that's where that leads for Cesaro. <laughs> but, 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 Donnie, I'd like to see, and again, t- let me just shout out the both, both, both performers are fantastic in ring competitors. They, I mean, yes, there's the gimmicky moves of the, the, the spin around on the head and then the, and then the leg, the leg spin, which are hilarious. And, they take a lot of a lot of strength on Cesaro's part yeah. because he's lifting another three hundred, you know, two to three hundred plus pound man. Yeah. But. Well, Cesaro's renowned for his strength anyway. Yeah. So. But. You know, uh, I've heard I've heard Big E talk about how strong he is. If Big I, E's impressed, you know the guy's. I, I, I got busy watching Cesaro spin the uh, 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 Rollins around. <laughs> um, but. Like, my I, I'd love to see him in a program with Roman. Problem is, I don't think that they'd ever let him beat Roman. No, probably not. I want to see him, like, to me, Cesaro is a quintessential intercontinental champion. Well, it, you know, it, it could be with, uh, you know, with the, the new intercontinental champion that we'll talk about coming up here. So, yeah, that's possible. So, yeah. so I, yeah. I, I want to see, I hope he gets a, a title opportunity Yeah. with a title that, he, that they'll actually allow him to hold. Uh, and look, if they allowed him to run with the WWE Championship for a bit, I, I I'd, wa- I'd, walk, I'd welcome it. It would be believable. I think but he has I, a lot of fan support. Sure. But I just I just have a feeling that Vince wants a, 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 a bigger guy in that spot. Well, historically, that's been the case. Yeah. Yes. So... One spot I do want to call out here in the match, and there were, I thought there were a couple kind of loose spots that kept this from being a little bit higher grade, but there was a corkscrew corkscrew splash by Seth Rollins that was drawn. Insanity, insanity. Oh my goodness. Insanity. So give this match a four. I thought it was great. The crowd was really into it, and that's wonderful to see. That's, again, that's the ultimate goal is to entertain the crowd. So, yeah. I give it a four as well. I really, I'm really taking more of a liking to Cesaro each time I see him out there. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, uh, what what would you rate this match? Yeah, four as well for me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Four to five. Yeah. So far, we're simpatico done. Right. So far. So next up, we have AJ Styles and the debuting Omas versus the New Day. As Xavier, as in Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston for the Raw Tag Team Championships. So now, usually, again, got to point out your biases here. Uh, Kofi Kingston has been my favorite wrestler for uh, eleven years now. Sure, and that's usually because he's in the best match of the card. That was not the case here. Not that he didn't work well, but I, you know, this was definitely not in my top three. I really think that WWE did a good job here of getting three guys in AJ and the New Day, who could work a memorable, believable match and protect Omas if he didn't do well. Yeah. And so they <laughs> stayed the formula, and but it was still memorable because obviously 
people were anticipating Omos getting in the ring. And, you know, it's been a long time, really, since Big Show retired and was uh, it stopped being a full-time guy that they've had a legitimate giant, a, a guy who's over seven foot. So the debut of Omos was something that a lot of people were anticipating. Yeah. 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 And I he just, is enormous. <laughs> he, he's a big dude. He, and, and again... I, I like what you're saying about how they use the three really talented in-ring performers right. to kind of cover for Omas. Right. And to be fair, Omas really didn't do anything. No, he had a few moves at the end, but you know, it wasn't. You didn't expect him to get into the ring and and wrestle a classic. He was no, there. No, but I wanted no. to do other stuff beyond just. Yes, a big man can do a choke slam. We we know. Can you do anything? This is my issue with AJ. Let's call it what it is. The new day lost. I I personally wouldn't have done that because I think this, however long this tag team championship reign lasts for AJ and Omas, it's largely going to be a one man show with AJ doing all the work, mm-hmm. and then Omas is going to come in choke slam somebody. And that'll be the end of the match. So I I wasn't happy with the one foot pin on Kofi Kingston. Again, that's, you know, my my personal bias there is I don't think Kofi should have lost in that match. So So to me, I I, I don't, I didn't really care for this match. Again, all the the three guys that actually did the wrestling did a great job. I just didn't care for the match. I thought the result was ridiculous. I think AJ deserves better than being the, being the, 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 you know, the the the, clo- the, the, the can't call him the closer. Right. The, the workhorse mm-hmm. to, for, for, for a big man yeah. uh, who's too... Because of the fact that, again, they really didn't let him do anything, tells me he's very limited. Yeah. Um, but he could mean money down the road. I mean, there, I think there there's that possibility. So but they're I trying to protect I, him. I, again, I haven't seen enough of him to say, that, oh, this guy's got big money potential. So far, from how they've built him up, I don't see that. Like, I, okay. I, they've okay. done nothing to show me that, that he's done that or that he is capable of that. Um, so I, I – this remember when Braun Strowman won the, won the tag team championship, championship with that kid? Yes. That was cool because you're fulfilling a, a young kid – who I, I don't know if the guy the kid was sick or not or what what have you, or if he was going through treatment or, or what have you, but that was cool because you're fulfilling a kid's dream. Mm-hmm. That felt like this without the cool factor. Okay. Without the sweet, you know, without the you know, the heartwarming factor. That that's essentially what the, this was. So I'm not. I wasn't. I, this what to me was the worst match I saw. Okay. This was what? the worst thing on the card. I definitely have a worse match, but okay. So go ahead, give us your rating then. This to me, and this is purely because of the other three guys, mm-hmm. is a two and a half. Okay, I gave it three and a half. I really thought that the, you know you had four, you had three veterans setting up a rookie for what they're trying to do with him. Obviously, I mean this was a template for Omas getting over, and I thought they accomplished what they could do on this card. Fair enough. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. So next up we have, um, let's see, Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon in a steel cage match. 
Donnie, I gotta say, there's something wonderfully entertaining about watching Shane McMahon get his ass whooped. <laughs> well, I don't think you're alone in that. <laughs> it just it fills me with so much joy. I, I don't know what it is, but um, yeah, I. You know, I I don't necessarily feel that this was a a match that they should have had at WrestleMania. I thought they could have done something a little bit better with Strowman. That being said, they set it up perfectly with Strowman getting attacked before the match started yeah. to try to even the odds for yeah, Shane yeah, McMahon, yeah. who's who's an aging part timer. Yeah, uh, I I wasn't exactly sold on the impetus for this feud, which is you know Braun being so upset that he was called stupid, you know. And I like how he was like, you know, I'm doing this for everybody on the planet who's ever been called stupid. And, you know, so I was watching uh, this show with a friend of mine who is uh, actually a uh, a wrestling manager. He goes by the name Spencer Chestnut, very talented. Mm-hmm. And we kind of joke that, you know, somewhere on the planet, you know, there, there's some kid living in a village or whatever who got called stupid at school. And, you know, we should call him up and say, do you know that Braun Strowman beats Shane McMahon in a match because you got called stupid? But my, my thing is, my thing is, I've been <laughs> called worse than that. And then it, 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 I, that just rolled off me. So it's like, all right, whatever. Yeah. But then again, you know, if somebody called me a disparaging name, you know, especially in school, uh, yeah, school or whatever, you know, I, I have, I'll show you. I walk with one of these, and can you see the cane? Yeah. It's being, it's being. Yeah, there you go, right there. Yeah, you got a good yeah. shot of it. Yeah. So what I would do is, as I was walking through the halls, if I would hear somebody mutter under their breath, you know, an insulting name, I just, I, you know, make it look accidental and whack him, I whack him in the shins, and, <laughs> and just make it look like an accident, like I, oops, sorry, I, I put the cane in the wrong place. And, and and that was the end of it. You know, they'd be yeah. they'd be they'd be rubbing their shins, and I'd be moving on to the next. So to me, I didn't need Braun Strowman to be Shane McMahon to handle my business. <laughs> I did it on my own. I, I like how devious you are there, though. That's that's definitely well, wrestling I can, I, can, I can tell you some other stories, but I, I I'll keep those for off air. Right? You know. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now there were a lot of good spots in this match, in particular the one where Braun threw Shane off the top of the cage. Oh, yeah, I love that. Wow. So, yeah. Got, got to give credit to Shane McMahon. He's willing to nearly kill himself to entertain the crowd. Right. Although, that being said, he does get a big payday for WrestleMania. So. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he did. Well, he's the owner's son, so, I mean, his payday can't be all, all that bad anyway. Yeah. This is just bonus money, I would think, for him. Yeah. So, yeah, and, you know, Braun... You know, he came out looking strong. You know, it gave him a chance to pose and roar and yeah. remind everybody why he's, uh, you know, uh, uh, a valuable part of the roster. So. I like Braun a lot. I, again, I, I liked his run as, as Universal Champion. Yeah. I, I mean, he was, he was another one that I, I think it took WWE too long to use him properly. So yeah. I hope they don't make that mistake with Omas. you know. Get, yeah. Get the most out of him that you can. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I liked, like I said, I liked, um, I liked um, Braun's, uh, you know, run as as Universal Champion. It's a shame that it didn't last uh, a little bit longer. Yeah, uh, and I gotta give, I gotta give uh, Braun some some credit. He's got good taste because he's got the Superman tattoo on his shoulder. In his shoulder, right. I don't know if you noticed that. So. And and he was involved with Alexa Bliss in a storyline for a while, right? Which made yeah. me incredibly jealous because you yeah. know, I mean. Yeah. I'd like to catch Alexa Bliss off the top rope and, you know. 
Nobody yeah. give me that opportunity. Come on, let's go. I mean, listen, we'd probably both fall over because you just, you know. Uh, yeah. It is, but hey, <laughs> why you put me in that spot, Vince. Come on, man. Yeah. I, I really like those packages where he was trying to teach her how to lift trucks. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. So, like uh, what, what they call themselves, uh, uh, they, had, they had a name for themselves, right? Yeah. I, I, I don't remember off the top of my head. I do remember those skits, though, where she was wearing, you know, the big, like, 5XL shirts or whatever, and it came down to her ankles, and he was trying to teach her how to lift trucks. So yeah, that was that was a funny I think they were good together. And yeah. I like the little romantic tease that they had going for a bit. Yeah. Uh, you know. So, yeah, uh, two and a half stars for me. It wasn't a bad match. I thought it would have been fine for a SmackDown. I just yeah. didn't think it was necessarily WrestleMania worthy. So Yeah, I, I didn't think it needed to be on WrestleMania. It was a three out of five. Okay. But again, that spot where he throws Shane off the off the cage into the ring was pretty. Was pretty that, obviously, that was memorable. Like so. I, I like the fact that he actually you know climbed back down because I'm like, if he jumps on you from there, you're gonna break a lot of bones or you're gonna be dead. Or he, he might as well. Uh, that, you know, somebody that big shouldn't be coming off the top like that. That's dangerous. Yeah. So. I'm like, one, so. of the, one of the two things is gonna happen. So I'm glad he he walked down. Uh, speaking of things that are memorable, a lot of amazing graphics this year. I really like the uh, the graphic of the skeleton pirate holding yeah. the sword over the event. Really memorable. I like that. Uh, they did a Hall of Fame package, and I got to say for younger viewers, if you've never seen Jushin Thunder Liger, do yourself a favor, get online, find some of his matches. That guy was yeah. absolutely amazing. So one of my favorites, uh, you know, if you're wondering why we're doing this podcast, I've been a wrestling fan for 40 years. I've seen wrestling from all over the world, and uh, I, I love this business. I love the art form that it is, if you can call it an art form. Regardless, I, mean, I love I this form. Can, yeah. For sure, yeah. I love this form of entertainment. So yeah. Jushin Liger is definitely worth your time if you've never seen him. So I agree. Agreed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So now the next match we have is Miz and Morrison against Damian Priest and Bad Bunny. So what are your thoughts, sir? Okay, for, I just got to say this. I am... I'm losing my patience in general with Miz and Morrison's, you know, antics and, and, and their characters. Okay. Both guys are better than that. And they just come off as buffoons. Okay. Uh, so I, I've never liked their characters to begin with. Damien Priest, they seem to be building towards something with him. He's got a lot of potential. Uh, and I'm talking championship potential. He's got good size. He's got good power. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's, he's got good mobility as well. So he's really the total package. Not like Luger, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, and so I think he's got a bright future. You know. Up until up until recently, up until Raw, he was undefeated. I think it was stupid that he lost the way he did on Raw. But I, I, again, I digress. Uh, so I really think Damien Priest has a, has a big big things coming to it for him. But you know, very you know, very few celebrity matches entertain me anymore. Um. I didn't need this cross promotion with Bad Bunny. I don't listen to his music. <laughs> I never will. Um, 
It just is what it is. I got to give him credit. When he was in the ring, he looked pretty good. So he did a fair amount of training. And he pulled off some moves pretty, pretty well. Pretty well. So I got to give him credit. But that's that's fair, sure. But I, I, the, the match did nothing for me. You knew that Bad Bunny and Damian Priest were gonna win. Um, again, like I said, I, I've grown tired of the Miz and Morrison pair, and the whole thing with the bunnies in the costume at the beginning. And playing that whole stupid, ridiculous rap that they came out. It's like, just, uh, yeah, uh, stop. And uh, like the, the, why waste time? You could have shaved off 15 to 20 minutes off of the show. Yeah. Well, what, what I'll say here, first of all, I didn't know who Bad Bunny was until this program. I'd never heard of the guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure he's talented. Obviously, you know, I, I saw that he's touring. He obviously yeah, his, has a lot of fans. Okay. His music isn't for me. Okay, and and maybe he's a wonderful guy, but if, if you've ever listened to me talk about wrestling, I do not like celebrities being involved in the ring. But did you like okay? Mr. T in WrestleMania One? Well, there are a few exceptions. Yeah, you know, that, people, that one I okay, people like a Mike Tyson or a Rampage Jackson yeah. who have been involved in combat sports and who yeah. look like they're tough. Bad Bunny yeah. looked. Bad yeah. Bunny looked like a modern day Andy Kaufman, and yeah. he. The fact that he could do the moves that 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 really didn't impress me because I looked like it, I looked at it and I looked at somebody who is obviously not a fighter trying yeah. to be portrayed as equal to the people yeah. who are on the show every week being yeah. sold to, to us as legitimate fighters. Yeah. Okay, yeah. this breaks the illusion, and I hate it regardless of what celebrity is in the ring. Yeah, that's fair. Outside of again, somebody who's in a combat sport. So yeah. I actually felt bad for Miz and Morrison. I felt bad for um, Damian Priest. Yeah. The match was a one. This is the only match I'll never watch again on the card. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll agree with you. Did did I say the did did I say the other match was the worst of the night? Yeah, you said that there was uh, there was another match that was worse. Th- this was far and away. This was the only one that I wish I could have fast-forwarded through it. Yeah, so. this was worse. This was worse than the other one that I didn't like. Yeah. This was, I'll give it a one and a half because he was able to do the moves. So I'll give him, I'll give him a, a point five because he could do the moves. Yeah. And, and I'm fine with the guy being there and helping so raise, clearly, clearly raise he WrestleMania's yeah. visibility, just clearly not in the tra- ring. Yeah, clearly he trained, he trained, you know, he did some work. But to say you're 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 on equal footing, like you said, look, I may not like their gimmick right now, but Miz and Morrison are both, you know, incredibly talented in-ring performers, and to have them essentially job for this guy, right? Yeah, no. You know, I always draw the, the comparison of, you know, this is an illusion. You're trying to sell you me know, an illusion. You know why Brooklyn oh, Brawler worked as a jobber? Mm-hmm. Because he always he was already in the ring when when his opponent came out. Yeah, you can't give Miz and Morrison all that fanfare, the the, the, the dressed up bunnies. Uh, by the way, I would have liked that entrance if they brought out Playboy bunnies, but I digress. <laughs> anyway, um, but a lot of more pen clicking if that was the case. But anyway, <laughs> gotta keep it kid friendly though. Yeah. You get, well, what, gotta be careful with WrestleMania. <laughs> I forgot it's the PG thirteen area. Yeah, I forgot. Yes. So I guess the Godfather wasn't coming out. Uh, anyway. Ooh, um, probably not. <laughs> yeah. But you can't give Miz and Morrison an entrance like that 
and then have them all as job to the rapper. Exactly. So, you know, now that Bad Bunny has moved on back to his career, and again, he may be a wonderful person, but why do I want to watch Miz and Morrison yeah. if, oh, they I, can't, if they can't I, be the musician? I, I, I did, I did it know? before, and now I really don't. Yeah. And, and again, this goes for any celebrity. Just keep the celebrities out of the ring. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. all right. So, we moved on from that match to... Or, I, wait, let me, let me just correct Go you ahead, sir. Now. Go ahead. The only time a celebrity is allowed in the ring is if it's Margot Robbie and she's a special guest referee. There, I've solved your problem, WWE. That's that uh, special guest referee is uh, that's fine, you know. I've solved the problem. Yeah, there yeah. you go. I, I love celebrities, you know, lending their fame to WWE. I just don't want to see them portrayed as equals. Oh, well, you should have seen. You should have seen. Uh, by the way, I'm going to point you in this direction, Mister 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 T. What's his name? Um, Mike Tyson. His current run in AEW is turning yeah. out to be a humdinger. You should check it out. Yeah, no, like that. And I just wanted to use the word humdinger, but yeah. <laughs> we know when, when Mike Tyson punched Shawn Michaels, who's one of my favorite wrestlers. Uh, you know, that was fine because we know how tough Mike Tyson is. Yeah, I didn't have a problem with Mike that. Mike Tyson I, could yeah. legitimately beat the crap out of somebody. Oh, of course. and I'd say yeah. the same for Mr. T. Yes. So, so, yeah, there are rare occasions I think it's fine, but not for somebody who, again, looks the way Bad Bunny does. There's yeah. nothing wrong with being slender. I could but probably beat, let's be honest, I could probably beat up Bad Bunny. He, he does not look like a fighter. I'm yeah. sorry. So, yeah. All right, so next up we have the much-lauded match, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Oh, my God. And this was a wonderful match. Definitely one of the best on the card. Sasha Banks, first off, I have to say, she did a wonderful job of looking villainous. The makeup and the hair coloring and everything, her mannerisms. Sasha is somebody, she has a following. And uh, so for her to turn the crowd on her, she did a really good job of coming off as, you know, a jerkosaurus. So yeah. you didn't want to root for her. And then out comes the, you know, the the challenger, Bianca Belair, who is in, first of all, amazing shape. Oh, yeah. And she brings this energy. She's this, you know, big muscular woman, but she brings this kind of happy child type of energy to the ring. And I just couldn't wait to see this match. And man, did it deliver. Yeah. Or should so, I say woman did it deliver? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a couple of things. She may be, in, for the purposes of this this feud, a jerkosaurus. Yeah. But Sasha Banks on the list. <laughs> Not to be outdone, Bianca Belair on the list. Um, but well, she's she's married in this world, so it definitely has to be a world. No, where no, it's, no, a, it's a different, yeah, it's a different, <laughs> different version. So uh, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not what's it called, uh, a homewrecker, you know? Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, but um, at least, the, at least the main universe of me is, and I can't speak to the. Alternate versions of me. Yeah, 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 you never know. Maybe you know. Who maybe there may be a bunch of pricks for all I know. Yeah, the, the, uh, there, there's a, there's an Adam who laughs out there somewhere. You know, probably, the, yeah, 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 there. <laughs> yeah. So there's an Adam who laughs, and then there's an Adam who cries, and that, and that one's forced to watch. <laughs> that one's forced to watch Batman and Robin every day. Anyway, um, but um, uh-huh. but <laughs> but like. What got me was the very real emotion. I mean, you could throw it like all the makeup, all the posturing, all the posing. Mm-hmm. 
throw that out for a second. When those two women were in the middle of the ring, you can flat out see Bianca Belair crying. Yeah. And you can see Sasha getting emotional but holding back, mm-hmm. you know, full on tears. Um, that alone shows you the importance of this match. Um, uh, a couple of things that really stood out. There was that moment where Bianca bench pressed Sasha over her head, carried her up the steps, and then threw her in the ring. Yeah, I mean that that like that's impressive. Military yeah. pressing somebody is hard. Carrying them and balancing them yeah. while you're ascending steps is amazing. Now again, I'm not saying because because Sasha Sasha Banks is in incredible shape. She looks great. So I'm not, don't mistake what I am about to say. That's got to be a lot of, like, that's got to be very, you know, stressful to carry somebody. I don't care how good cheap you are. I mean, imagine, you know, like, like Hulk Hogan body slamming Andre the Giant is one thing. Like, or, you know, slamming somebody like Yokozuna, who's, you know, yeah. it's, Yokozuna's less muscle and more, you know, girth. Yes. Where, but but with with Sasha, yes, she's very you know, well, well. You know, she's in great shape. But still, you're talking about somebody that, that weighs at least a hundred pounds. Let's say that, right? I, I'm not I'm not trying to say anything inappropriate. But so that's got to be taxing. I don't care who you are. Yes. Uh, so you got to give credit to Bianca Butler for that. I got to give credit to Sasha for when she had, you know. Bianca and Holtz, mm-hmm. both she really looked like she was trying to rip, you know, break her neck or or, or rip her arm off, or like she saw the fact that I'm going to break this woman's, you yeah. know, body and, and and using her ponytail against her for the majority of the match. Yeah, and by the way, that ponytail, that 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 whip. Oh man, I heard that sound and I was like, oh. I, I, seriously, I replayed that for my wife, and then I showed her the, the camera close-up. That She obviously really hurt her with that. Uh, you know, Sasha, I, I'm guessing Sasha knew that was coming, and she just took it. That was, yeah, you know. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm assuming that when they when they did the match planning, they probably brought, brought that out. That was probably, I don't think she just did it. Right. You know, willy-nilly said, here, let me whip you with that. Yeah, I think that was all planned, but still. Yeah. Ouch. But yeah, I love the storytelling. You know, Sasha. You know her her heel tactics against yeah. Bianca's Bel- Belair's. You know, enthusiasm and athleticism. It told a great story. Oh, yeah. And uh, applaud WWE here for bringing out the fact that we had two black women yeah. in the main event for the title. That was a landmark scenario, and Absolutely. they delivered. Absolutely. And, yeah, and you know, long past due, and and definitely, you know give WWE credit for highlighting that. It's so. funny. You know what Sasha Banks, like, because up until her feud with with Bianca, the crowd was behind Sasha. Like, they were with her. So this kind of having the crowd turn, like, playing to the crowd for them to turn on her. Yes. Reminded me of the Hogan versus Rock match where during the match, the Rock had to essentially go heel because... The crowd was cheering so hard for Hogan, mm-hmm. so it, it, it reminded me, it gave me vibes of that. Yeah. 
Like the there was one spot that I liked that, you know, very heelish where Sasha used the bottom rope to look like she hyperextended Bianca's arm. Yeah. It yeah. was kind of, you know, really nasty tactics to make you want to root for Bianca. So, yeah. 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 Uh, it, it was, like I said, much like the men's championship match, it had a great mix, mix of power moves and technical uh, wrestling. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I loved every minute of it. So, yeah, I, I just want to say when you saw how hard they wrestled, if you think that the women aren't just as tough as the men in WWE, you're out of your mind. And also, I think this is proof that the women should get longer matches on the weekly shows. Oh, I, I, I would agree. And like I said, and give WWE credit for building up the women's division so we can yeah. have this type of match. Yeah, so. but I want to see longer matches from the women on the weekly TV. Yeah. So what was your rating here? Oh, this is a five-star match for me. Okay, I, I gave it four and a half. I, there were a couple little spots that I thought weren't perfect, but this is, uh, you know, uh, this is in my top three. We'll discuss that at the end of the show. But, uh, yeah, this match, I loved it. So Perfect. Yeah. All right. That, that's. And, you know, Bianca Belair, I think she's going to be a huge star. And we, we may have seen something, you know, the, the kickoff of a monumental career with her. So provided right. she stays healthy, of course. So yeah, I mean, I think she'll have a good, a good reign, a good run with the title. I don't know who will eventually challenge her. If it'll be an ongoing feud, like I don't know if if Sasha will win it back from her. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, I think there is a program with Becky Lynch in the future. Uh, even though they're both faces now, I do want well, to say it depends if Becky goes back to Raw or Smack. Like, it depends where Becky lands. Well, but but we could see like you know uh, uniting the titles for a while or something like that at like next year's WrestleMania. Yeah, the match I really would like to see once this person gets a little bit more seasoning, if Jade Cargill from AEW ever comes over to WWE, imagine Bianca versus Jade Cargill. Oh. You're talking about two big strong women going against oh. one another. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. So well, can I just you know you brought up Jade Cargill, so I feel compelled. On the list, <laughs> and and you are you aren't alone. Uh, Jade Cargill is. I told she, you, Donnie, yeah. there's going to be a lot of a lot of a lot of picking today. <laughs> okay, so how about we go on to night number two? Night two, yeah. Night two, and it opened up with the Fiend versus Randy Orton, and uh, I got to say, this was a decent match. It wasn't as good as I think it could have been. First of all, I didn't like the orange light or the red light, whatever it was that yeah. they. It, it reminded me of, of of the theatrical version of Justice League with the, with the, uh, with the discoloration. I was like, what, yeah. what is this lighting? Yeah, it was. You know, it it really hindered your vision of the match, and yeah. I I don't know why they decided to do that. I um, get it's the fiend and his whole is he a demon from hell kind of jazz, but yeah, like. Kane's matches were not all doused in red. No, you can still do that and then have things go back to normal once yeah. the match starts. Yeah. So. Or do that at the at the end of the match, the red yeah. stuff. The red so um, we had this giant, I don't know, jack-in-the-box, whatever, yeah. at yeah. ringside. First of all, I also thought this match was too short. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I agreed. Yeah, uh, and, you know, WWE, they never seem to get the best out of The Fiend at, in big events. 
But the thing is, to me, they're building him up like this, you know, almost like he's the love child of the Undertaker and mankind. Mm-hmm. This 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 mystical freak, crazy, you know, demonish kind of thing. But then, how many times have I seen him be a jobber at a main event, like at a main pay per view? I don't get yeah. it. Yeah. The booking is so weird with him. Yeah, they, they and and to me, I mean, does, it's like does they it, want him to be a star, but can he be that? Like, yeah. it's like there's this kind of tug of war going on. And, and Randy Orton really doesn't need it at this point. You know, Randy Orton is always going to be a a main event star. Yeah. His, his matches are always going to be important. So, yeah. um, and the mat. Now, I will say this. Uh, you know, there was the the tribute to Brody Lee in the match when he screamed like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Yeah. The fiend did that. I, I got to say that was a nice touch. Yeah. Um, but the match ended when the fiend he tried he did the mandible claw and then he set up Orton for Sister Abigail and all of a sudden here comes one of your multiverse wives. <laughs> I did it before, but she's on this night, so so on the list. She emerges from the box and she starts bleeding black ooze. So my guess is that. Null, the symbiote god, has arrived in the WWE universe. All right, all right, <laughs> I, I got a question now. Okay. <laughs> my my alternate, my you know, multiverse version of Alexa, not the one that's engaged to that singer dude. Uh, okay. Whatever. Uh, but, but you know, Earth, whatever, I'm not going to reveal what Earth my version is on. But anyway, is she cheating with, with, with Eddie Brock? Because that, the, I don't know what this I don't like this, Donnie. That's I don't like first- what this implies. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought of was King in Black. I was like, Adam's, looks getting, like... Adam's getting angry. If I find out there's some shenanigans going on, <laughs> I got many multiverse wives. I can listen. I'll just go over to another different one. Yeah. You want to cheat on me? I'll show you. I'll fix you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and, you know, I, I got to say this too. You know, Orton picks up the pin. He hits the RKO, hit, uh, pick the, picks up yeah. the pin. The crowd actually booed after the lights came back on. They didn't know what to make of it. Yeah, I, I, I didn't either. And I'm like, First of all, from the Fiend's point of view, listen, I get being distracted by Alexa Bliss. I'm right there with you. you know, nine yards. But, but I just... The, could you not have accomplished the same thing? Because to me, what it, what, it, what, it, what it sets up is that Alexa Bliss is going to split off from the Fiend and be this dark demon in her own right. Well, and there are rumors that there's a new that she is going to have another fiend herself. I don't know if those are true at this point. Well, if there if there are, can I apply? Because I'll put that <laughs> I'll put a mask on and run around. You know, I don't know if I'll give people the mandible claw because you know sanitary reasons and pandemic right. and all that. <laughs> but you know, I can come up with a different move. I can you know, I got a foreign object right here. I just put some fancy. <laughs> stuff on. There you go. Yeah. Um, but. Um, but I'm of the belief that you could have accomplished the same thing at the end mm-hmm. and also have um, the Fiend win the match. Like, yeah, ima- imagine this twist for, for, for an ending. If Alexa or, or the Fiend wins, right? Alexa comes in the ring, you think they're going to celebrate. And then, the, you know, the makeup starts dripping like it is. And what if she turns around you know, kicks the fiends in the, in the jewels, and then and then does Sister Abigail on the fiend. Yeah, that accomplishes the same goal, but you just had the fiend win a match. Right. 
So you know, yeah, I, I'm going to give this match two and a half stars. It, it wasn't it wasn't without its merits, but the, it yeah. still could have accomplished more. Yeah. So yeah, the match itself two and a half. Uh, but I've also realized, Donnie, that I may need to go see a, some sort of psychiatrist because <laughs> I should not find Alexa Bliss looking like that attractive. <laughs> and yet there I was. Finding her a dragon. So, yeah. folks, after this episode is over, I may have to go for for a psychiatrist evaluation. Evaluation. I just want to put that out there. So there it is. Well, like I said, it immediately made me think about you know Null, the symbiote god. If you <laughs> yeah. haven't read that from Marvel, that's that's well, what it made me that's think. That's it. Of She's cheating on me with Venom. I don't like it. <laughs> so the next matchup, we have the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship match: Nia Jax. Um, and Shayna Baszler against Tamina and Natalia. Excuse me, Nia Jax. Yeah. I got to say this. This was a match for big, tough women who work stiff. And again, if you don't think the women are just as tough in WWE oh. as the men, you're out of your mind. These women, they got in there. They work stiff. They sold. Yeah. This was, it was like, you know, kind of uh kind of old school NWA type of wrestling where they were just letting the shots fly yeah. and uh, really just uh, an amazing, uh, a lot of good, good, uh, 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 good exchanges. A lot of uh, really, you know, stiff, tough moves. What do you think? Oh yeah. Like every move felt like it hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and three, of, three of these four women are incredibly Technically gifted mm-hmm. performers. Yeah, uh, Naya is more just full on power than anything else. But that's a, that has its place when you have three other people that can bring the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I give Tamina a lot of a lot of credit because she's got the same you know uh, power move aspect as Naya. But she has the added element of she can actually wrestle. Mm-hmm. Like she can put you in any number of holds. Right. Um, so got to give respect to that. And, and I really like the ending here. I got to say, you know, Natalia, she had the sharpshooter locked on Nia Jax. Yeah. And uh, Nia, Nia, Nia Jax. I'm so I don't know why I keep saying Nia. But anyway, Nia Jax. And, it's not the she, Matrix. She's not Neo's sister. Come on, man, get it together. <laughs> but she didn't realize that Shayna Baszler was the legal woman, yeah. and so Baszler comes in, comes up from behind, locks in the Carafuta clutch, and and Natalia goes out. And yeah. I was, I liked how tight that ending was. It yeah. really made sense. But again, um, and also it keeps both both teams strong because the only reason they lost was because of a. A tag that was made while while uh, Natalia was preoccupied, so she didn't know that right. a different competitor was in the ring. But that that's so, superb storytelling, I gotta yeah. say. And yeah. you could continue the feud. So if yeah. if if Natalia and Tamina continue to be in the title picture, which I think they should be, I really think they should be the ones to defeat Naya and and at least for now. Um, um, so. And it seems like they're going to continue to be in the title picture because we saw on SmackDown, um, Natalia beat, uh, was it Nia or Shayna? 
with Shayna, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. And well, people seem to really like Naya and Tamina going face to face. You know, they they yeah. like the two yeah. of them going head to head and yeah. exchanging those big blows. Yeah. So. And so I think like I think they're going to continue to be in the title picture, but you can only do that if you have that kind of finish that we had. Right. Because if if Shayna and and Naya beat them clean, then then you've you you know you've effectively said that's it for these two, right? So uh, what I how I personally would book it if I was going forward, I'd have you know at the next pay per view a rematch, have Naya, uh, have Tamina and Natalia dethrone the champs, become the champs, and then have one of the other younger teams. Prefer- Preferably either the Riot Squad or um, Mandy and Dana mm-hmm. eventually take the titles from them at like a bigger event like SummerSlam or Survivor Series. Because the added bonus of that is Natalia has trained a lot of these younger, these, these you know, women, these younger women. And I'm sure she had a hand in, in, in working with uh, the Riot Squad when they were coming up through NFC. And also working with uh, Dana and Mandy, so one, you know, the the, the the pupil beating the teacher eventually for a title, I think would be phenomenal storytelling. And you can work that in where Natalia is more cocky, where you know, I I touch everything, you know, I I help train you, you can't beat me. And then eventually, one of those teams does. I think sure, that would be sure. a great storytelling. So yeah, yeah, that's how I'd book it. But you know, right. So I said three and a half stars, three and a half stars for this match. Love the ending. So yeah, I'm the same three and a half. Yeah. So next up we had Kevin Owens against Sami Zayn with Logan Paul. So, uh, (laughs) so the crowd, they really erupted in booze when Sami Zayn was introduced with Logan Paul. Yeah. Owens. I, I, I think that's more for Logan Paul because he's a little bit controversial. Right. Right. Uh, again, I didn't have a, the greatest knowledge of Logan Paul, but at least he stayed on the outside of the ring until yeah. the match was over. Yeah. Um, the match started off kind of slow, but man, did it pick up in the middle. And uh, I think it turned itself into a four star match. Uh, so I'm giving away my rating there, I guess. But um, I really like, you know, Owens, he hit this running clothesline in the corner. He attempted a second one. Zane hit him, went for a kick. Owens hit a super kick hit the stunner and pinned him. The crowd popped. A lot of good back-and-forth wrestling there. A lot yeah. of stiff moves. And, again, the crowd was into it. So, yeah. Yeah. A lot of high impact, a lot of nice counters. Agreed. Um, the storytelling has done a great job of making us kind of – I don't know if hate Sami Zayn is the right word, but – They've done a good job of making us annoyed with his... Yeah, be, annoying was exactly the word that I was going to use. With his yeah. conspiracy theory BS. Yes. Right? <clears throat> so you want to see him get his butt kicked. And, and... Yes, because we see enough of that on the news, people claiming conspiracy theories. So <laughs> WWE's milking that. Yeah, so. and that's also probably why they they paired him with Logan Paul, who's controversial. Yes. Add to the, add to the we really don't like this guy uh, angle. Mm-hmm. And... I almost got as much enjoyment out of watching Sami Zayn get beat up by Kevin Owens as I did Shane McMahon get beat up by uh, Braun Strowman. Strowman, yeah. Um, and Sami Zayn is one hell of a 
uh, in ring performer. Like he can for a big man, he can fly as well. Like he. You mean you mean Kevin Owens? Yeah. Yes. You know what I said? No, you said Sami Zayn. So oh, sorry. Yeah, Kevin. they're they're both great performers. It's yeah. it's just you know it's. You know, uh, uh, you look at Kevin Owens, you don't necessarily expect him to be able to move the way he does. Yeah, so. yeah no, definitely not. Yeah. Um, and I like that he's appropriated the stunner. Mm-hmm. And, he does uh, it well. He does. I think Stone Cold would be proud. Yeah. Um, and uh, at the end, I, 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 I love, again, because Logan Paul is a bit of a um, controversial figure. I, I loved seeing him get stunned as well. The, the crowd seemed to agree with you too. They yeah. definitely liked him getting stunned. Yeah, so. yeah. So, what's your rating on this match? I'd probably give it a three and a half. Okay. It was good, but it, it, it just you know a little short. I thought. Well, and like I said, I think it started a little bit slow. You know, I've seen I've seen them have better matches. You know, uh, with yeah. other opponents or whatever, but it was still a great yeah. match, especially yeah. at the end. So next up was Sheamus against Matt Riddle, or now I guess they're just calling him Riddle, for the United States title. So the fans chanted bro as Riddle came to the ring riding his scooter. And I got to say this. I think Matt Riddle is a great athlete. I don't get this gimmick because I really don't think it's yeah. a gimmick. He's, he's, talent. he's got all the wrestling talent in the world. But saying bro repeatedly, yeah. I, that's not a gimmick. Martial arts <laughs> background, you yeah. know, obviously he's got, and I respect that. Being a martial artist myself, I respect that. This gimmick is horrendous. Exactly. He, he reminds me of, okay, remember Aquaman on Smallville? Yes. That. And that wasn't good. <laughs> uh, you know, Alan Richardson, the actor who played it, can prove he's done, he can do much better. Mm-hmm. You know, just look at Titans and you'll see. But but this whole bro gimmick and riding around in a, sco- a scooter, it's so stupid. Yeah. Like, you can be in a PG-13 era, but the gimmicks don't have to be stupid. Yeah, like, just because we're PG-13, you don't have to dumb down your audience. Yeah. And that's what I think a gimmick like Riddles does. So I was actually happy... To, to see Seamus beat the crap out of him. Likewise. Like, Shaman yeah. is supposed to Shaman. Seamus is supposed to be <laughs> Shaman. It's supposed to be the heel. <laughs> exactly. But I, but I was cheering for him. Yeah. And and likewise the next night on Raw when Bobby Lashley just squashed Riddle. Yeah. I thought that was great. I'm and wondering yeah. I'm wondering if that means a repackaging is on the way because I mean he just went out there and just wiped the floor with Riddle. So I hope so. I just He's too talented to be doing this stupid garbage. Yeah. Um, Repackage and, the guy, and, and let's let's see what 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 else he has in store. And yeah. also, I like Sheamus. Here's why I I, I kind of root for Sheamus, even though he's a he's trying to be the heel. He was uh, wasn't he uh, Rocksteady? I think. Yes. Yes. In, in in one of the Ninja Turtles movies. Yes. Yes. So you always get you always get bonus points for me when you when you do that. Being part of that mythos, yes. So as far as the match for WrestleMania, I did like the finish. Riddle yeah. went for a moonsault, and Sheamus hit him with a brogue kick And while Riddle was in midair, and, and he pinned him. You know, there were a couple spots in this match where they kind of slipped up a little bit, the main one being Sheamus tried to do a, mat, uh, tried to do a move from the top rope, and he slipped off the rope. Yeah, so yeah. 
couple of loose spots, a couple of blown spots. So I'd say three and a half stars. It really wasn't bad, but I like again, I like Sheamus winning here, yeah. and I hope it leads to a repackaging for Riddle. It was decent. Like you said, I'll give it a three and a half like you. But the main takeaway is that Sheamus won, and I think that's the best way to go. I don't think a lot of people, I mean, the crowd maybe, but again, Florida being Florida. Uh, I, 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 I'm hard-pressed to think that most fans actually like what Riddle goes out there and does from a gimmick standpoint. Mm-hmm. Respect, respect all his talent completely, but the gimmick sucks. Yeah, yeah, like I said, I completely agree. All right, so next up we have Big E versus Apollo Crews for the Intercontinental Championship in a Nigerian drum fight. Now, Donnie, just just answer me a question. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> Does this whole heel Nigerian thing that Apollo Crews is doing seem kind of inappropriate, disrespectful. Yeah, you know, I was going to say that. I mean, a it's lot kind of, of like it's kind of like okay, back in the eighties, you could get away with the Iron Sheet. Yeah, you know, I hate America spitting on the flag all the time. Like back in the eighties, you can get away with that stuff. But in twenty twenty one, Apollo Cruz clearly putting on an accent. Because we know he doesn't talk like that. Right. Saying, oh, I'm Nigerian royalty, blah, blah, blah. Like, it seems like the worst stereotypical stuff I've ever, I've ever seen. Well, I was just going to say, a lot of people said that this was somewhat, you know, uh, well, not somewhat. This was insensitive. The whole, the drums on the outside of the ring. Not to mention confusing because the drums didn't really have anything to do with the match. Yeah, I mean, at least if, if, if Apollo had hit McGee with the drums. Yeah. You can say he used the drums. Right. But but like you, I mean, and and I've heard that it was actually Apollo's idea. I don't know if that was the case or not, but... What, the match or the gimmick? The the, the gimmick, the the drums. I've heard it. I I don't know if that was the case or not, but regardless, you know, WWE, they have kind of a mixed history when it comes to being sensitive racially. So I don't think this was the best idea because ultimately it was just a weapons match. They didn't need the drums there anyway. So... And so, but that being said, it was, it was a really good match. It was, I like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like both of these guys. Uh, my favorite, absolute favorite move of the entire uh, pay-per-view both nights was when Big E speared Apollo through the ropes and they both flew off the ring apron. Now you see guys fly through the ropes, but never the two of them together. And to go that far, that was really dangerous and really oh, impressive. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was also a, a maneuver on the apron, right? I think. Yes, there there was a maneuver on the apron, and there, there was one where Big E slammed him from the apron to the uh, half yeah. of the ring steps. Yeah, that was awesome. That was wow. Great. Yeah. Um, so Big E, he hit the big ending after you know they used a lot of different weapons, which I thought was again I liked. I don't mind that because there weren't a lot of other weapons yeah, used on the yeah. show. So. But uh, then Daba Kato comes out, and he helps Apollo win. And the announcers acted like they didn't know who Daba was, which, you know, he's been on, like, what, Raw Underground and NXT. And, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, and, and I'll, I'll say, too, I don't 
I understand that they're trying to get Apollo over, and I don't have a problem with that. I do like his ring gear, by the way. Yeah. Um, but why does Big E have to lose in his own hometown? You know, why, why couldn't they just wait a week? Yeah, normally you wouldn't do that. Right. That, and that was, again, that was one of the shocking results that I didn't, ex- you know, like I said, I thought, remember I told you, I thought um, Drew was going to win. I, I thought Big E was going to win for the simple fact that he's in his hometown. He'll, he'll retain the, the title. That didn't happen. So it was, it was shocking. Um, yeah. It's like, to me, it feels like they're doing with, with Apollo. It's like a bizarro Black Panther kind of persona. Yeah, I don't. Uh, again, I think the longer just, this, go, the longer this goes on, the more that they have the chance to do something that is just going to do. Here's the here's the thing. Be if bad, they, bad if, press if, for them. If, if they had introduced Apollo as his character, maybe I could buy it. Right. But I've heard him speak mm-hmm. prior to this, and. <laughs> There's no hint of a Nigerian accent whatsoever. Yeah. And it sounds like here's the worst part. It sounds like he's putting on an accent. Yeah. Like remember Razor Ramon? Maybe because I was I was a kid and I was stupid. But <laughs> I could buy that, okay, this guy is is you know, like, like Mexican, Spanish, whatever. Yeah. Like you like the suspension and disbelief was there. Mm-hmm. Only in W only when he went to WCW and he was talking normally. Then I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, yeah. He's not actually of Mexican or, or Spanish descent. Interesting. Yeah. But with this guy, like they've already introduced him. I've heard him speak nor- like normal Americanized English. So this accent just throws it. It's like it, it makes you want to laugh at him. It's like this is ridiculous. Yeah, and, and like I said, you know, WWE. I I don't. They just need to be. Care- they need to be careful here. I. I I just well, don't know it's just what... a matter of time before they piss somebody off. You, you and I both know it. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, anyway, but I, I'll say this: like I said, I, I didn't think Big E should have lost in his own hometown. I, I think they should have uh, waited was, on that. It wasn't a good yeah, and see, there's, there's Triple H saying, "Yeah, we know the accent's gonna be." <laughs> uh, um, I got I got a direct line to Triple H, folks. <laughs> Turns out it's actually my sister, so it's not as fun. But yeah. anyway. Uh, what does uh, Triple H? Uh, what are you saying about the pay per view? Uh? Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> both um, guys in the ring are great. I'll give it a three and a half. That that's that was my exact rating. I think uh, it could have been higher. I will say this: I think now would be the time for Big E to have a feud with Roman Reigns. He wouldn't necessarily need to win, but I think it would elevate him to have a feud with Roman. But again. Yeah, I think like, but, but so they've got to get somebody <coughs> believable in there that could beat Roman Reigns, and Biggie is one of those guys that I can think, yes, power on power would be able to do it. And I think the crowd would go nuts if Biggie beat Roman Reigns. I mean, yeah, yeah. Biggie, by the way, on top of that, is just you know away from wrestling and his persona. He is just he seems like a really wonderful man. He's involved in a lot yeah. of. Yeah. charitable causes just seems like a wonderful guy yeah so, he's a good dude he's a good dude yeah so all right next up we have rhea ripley against asuka for the raw women's championship so full disclosure i'm a little biased for asuka she's one of my favorite wrestlers see i'm the total opposite way go I, ahead sir but i i think asuka's she's just energy personified and 
I really did like this match. And you heard kind of dueling chants for, you know, let's go Asuka, let's go Yeah, Rhea. it was a 50-50 so, split, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I love Asuka's energy. Her work rate is incredible. Mm-hmm. They're turn, they've, they've been turning her into a bit of a joke recently. Okay. With the streaming in Japanese, the dancing around... They've made such a formidable fighter and character into a little bit of a joke. Okay. So I was starting to get tired of it. So I'm like, please let let Rhea win this match. Full disclosure, I think if if Charlotte Flair had been had not gotten the virus and been on the card, Charlotte would have been in the match and Charlotte would have won. That's my assumption. That's, well, that's a good point. Yeah. Eventually, we're going to see Rhea Ripley against you know Charlotte for the belt. I would think. And so. they'll probably put the belt on Charlotte, which I think they shouldn't. But let, at least, at least let Rhea have a couple of months of a run with it, right? Like at right. least let her beat some people. Well, she's definitely believable. I mean, this match, this was another one of those uh, lots of legitimate looking strikes, oh, lots of both incredible women are so talented. Yeah, there was no. a really tight knee bar spot that I liked, and also my second favorite spot of the night. Really dangerous. I'm glad nobody got hurt. And that was the DDT from the apron. Yeah, I was going to call that. That was my favorite Whoa. spot. Um, again, glad that uh, that that um, Rhea didn't get hurt on that. But that that looks great. I'm glad Oscar didn't get hurt on that either. Yeah, yeah. So that, that, that was the spot of the match. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, Rhea is just an imposing figure. Like she's a tall, a tall, powerful. Woman, and I'll, you know, I'll say, I mean, the makeup was a little dark for my taste, but other than, other than that, Rhea Ripley on the list. Yeah, gonna have to so, I'm after this show. <laughs> <laughs> so, Asuka, you know, she rocked Rhea with a bunch of kicks again, very legitimate looking kicks. Yeah. And uh, I like how Rhea kept challenging her, and Asuka went for another one, and she ducked, meaning Rhea ducked out of the way, and she hit the riptide for the win. Uh, gave this match four stars, almost a 4.5. This was the fourth best match of the card, in my opinion. Almost made it to spot number three. But, um, yeah, just a, another really strong outing for the ladies of the WWE. Yeah, um... I'll give it a 4.5. I think both women were exceptional. Um, They both end up looking good. uh, But clearly, and I don't mean to disparage Rhea when I say if Charlotte was in a match with Oscar, that was the original plan. Seemed like it was the original plan. I think the plan was to introduce Rhea and give her a push anyway. But then circumstances elevated her push a little bit. Right. But it's undeniable that on her first stint on, as a Raw superstar, in her first actual match, <clears throat> as part of the main roster, she wins the title. That's impressive. Yeah. And she's somebody believable that, that you think to yourself, who could stop her? Like, she could have a legitimately long run. Uh, definitely. Definitely. So... And uh, I, I didn't think, you know, losing this doesn't necessarily hurt Asuka. I still oh, think, you know, people yeah. where people will still follow her. Again, she brings a kind of unique energy to the ring. So I actually liked her and Charlotte as a tag team. 
<laughs> oh, likewise. That that was a good story too. I like that uh, yeah, that I like angle. The oh. for a bit, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So before the big main event, we get uh, Bailey coming out with Titus and Hulk Hogan. Bailey looking like an angry librarian. The Bellas made an appearance and knocked her around. <laughs> okay, the the Bella twins. <laughs> I gotta say, Donnie, I can't. Maybe you disagree. Again, nothing to do with her in-ring ability. This is character. Mm -hmm. I'm so tired of Bailey. Well, I mean, I think that's the purpose of the character is to get you annoyed. Uh, but right? I was annoyed with her from before. Okay. <laughs> well, that's like I said. I mean, that's the purpose of this character. Whether it was the hugger, whether it was the hugger, the hugger, right? Or yeah. she thinks I'm the best. I'm the best. No, you've annoyed me since day basically <laughs> since day one. Now she's just pulling off a ripoff of the librarian character from the AEW. At least that's what it seems. Mm -hmm. And I like Leah Bates better on AEW because I know that. Outside of the ring, she's a, a nerd. She's a comic book fan. So I already like her because of that. So, yeah, honest to God, I re if if Bianca Belair loses to Bailey at some point, you're going to hear me complain. Well, well yeah. So yeah. Be, pre be prepared in case. Yeah. And, uh, again, I, I got to say this, too. I thought Titus O'Neil did a great job. I think he should be a permanent co-host, at least for a few years. That way, if you get somebody in... Was he was he ever injured, Donnie? Um, is that why he doesn't wrestle anymore? I know he was injured at one point. I don't think that this has anything to do with the injury, though. I'm not sure exactly why he doesn't wrestle. I'd have to go look that up. Okay. But let me just say, if you do have a co-host who, for whatever reason, is struggling, you have Titus there to kind of be the anchor. So yeah. I, I think Titus should be in that role for the foreseeable future. Yeah. So... So we come down to the match that everybody was anticipating, and that is for the Universal Championship. Daniel Bryan versus Edge versus Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman and Jey Uso at ringside. So I will say this. Uh, this match was everything that I hoped it would be. You know, some people, I know it was a little controversial with Daniel Bryan being added at the last minute to make it a triple threat. But the way it unfolded, I thought it was just beautiful. I mean, it really had me riveted the whole time. I thought the build to the story was fine. I was fine with the adding Daniel. Yeah. Because they built it up well. So I was okay yeah. with it. So, yeah. So Brian comes out. Uh, you know, people were doing the yes chant. There were a few boos. You know, again, some people really wanted Edge to have a one-on-one -on -one match. Edge comes out. He got lots of chants, uh, lots of uh, fan cheering. Uh, Edge, who by the way has great taste, he's a Maple Leaf. Yeah, fan. I gotta support Edge. He's my hometown homeboy <laughs> right. from Toronto. He's yeah. a Leaf fan. He's got a belt. The, the, the belt I, behind me is 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 amazing. Yeah. But if I if I had to pick one belt over it, Edge has a championship belt, Toronto Maple Leaf inspired championship belt. Oh, I want one of those things. I've seen that Maple Leafs belt. That thing is gorgeous. So yeah. But uh, so yeah. Lot of this was a it's a it was a long grueling match. It was about saw, a half hour match. Yeah. Oh yeah, you saw Jay Uso on the outside trying to you know even the odds for Roman. Yeah. Bunch of chair shots. Um, really, yeah, concertos. Um, 
my favorite spot of the match, though, was the double yes lock on Roman uh, with with the the chair, which I hope that chair leg or whatever it was, a piece of metal was clean because he put it in his mouth. And, you know, Edge and Daniel Bryan both hooked the yes lock in on him. And uh, that was just uh, that was an amazing visual. Just, there. just a side note, I'm pretty sure Roman Reigns got his his, his vaccine. Yeah, <laughs> given his no, no, given his situation, I'm pretty sure. He, oh, but definitely, I, I know, but but still, you know, I, for whatever reason, it's kind of yucky I, to yeah, think about. I still won't put a chair in my mouth. <laughs> exactly, you know, I just mean, putting you know random objects in your mouth, you know, that's kind of gross. If, if Alexa Bliss said, "I'll go on a date with you if you put this chair in your mouth," then all bets are probably off. But <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, otherwise. Well, that would be an interesting podcast. Let's see what we can get Adam to put in his mouth. <laughs> no, 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 no. Again, it's the condition of Alexa Bliss has to be, like, a date with Alexa Bliss has to be on the table. Otherwise, it's an uncertain. Okay. So if you can contact Alexa Bliss and get her to go on a lunch date with me, then we'll have a conversation. Otherwise. Okay. All right. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> so um, near near the end, though, uh, Edge hit a bunch of chair shots on both guys. Uso hit the ring, made the save. That gave Reigns a chance to get up, recover. He hit Edge with a spear and then the concerto. And then I really like the visual of Reigns taking Edge over, putting him on Daniel Bryan and pinning them both. Yeah, that was a great finish. He pinned both Daniel Bryan and Edge. I really and liked how that said, looked. He had said he was going to do that, and they, yeah. they played it out exactly the way he said it. Exactly. And... I got to say, this was, I thought, maybe the biggest like symbol for WWE that they have arrived at the point they wanted to because they've wanted Reigns to be the guy for a number of years. Yeah, yeah. But first, the fans, you know, they kind of rejected him as, as a baby face. Then, unfortunately, again, he had his, his uh, cancer diagnosis, had to feel bad for the guy there. But now he's back full force and... Even though the fans are rooting against him, they are buying him as the centerpiece of this company. Oh yeah, uh, I also think that he he works best in a villain persona. And I think this this match, I got to say, this is probably the best match that I've seen in about two years, but, probably since Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston at WrestleMania 35. But Danny, I gotta I gotta say though, I. I was shocked because I legitimately thought that Edge was going to win the match. Well, and I think a lot of people did. Yeah, I, I thought Edge was was going to get one last run with the title. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's still a possibility, or if WrestleMania was it for Edge because we didn't see him on SmackDown. So I don't know. Well, and, and, you know, the top of the program here, we talked about Bobby Lashley, him performing at a level due to his age. That's really amazing. You know, Edge is even older. Edge is, what, 47? Yeah. And and he's had concussion issues. Yeah, exactly. And for him to go... Career he really ending. Did, yeah. Yeah, he looked like the old Edge. I mean... Oh, he definitely looked like yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I hope he's not... I hope that wasn't his last match. Selfishly, being a Canadian and being a Leaf fan, I want to see him get one more run with the with the with the titles. No, that wouldn't bother me at all. But again, you know, WWE they really hit the mark finally with Roman Reigns, and so you know, obviously, I'm happy for him coming back from you know yeah. being ill, and 
this was overall just a really enjoyable pay-per-view. Like I said, other than the Bad Bunny stuff. Again, I, I think, I, you know what I think was beautiful about this? I think. Other than Alexa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's always on point. But um, honestly, I don't think there's ever a situation, at least for, clearly, at least for me, there is no situation where that woman can look not appealing to me. Cannot, you know what I mean. Uh, but I'm getting tongue twisted just talking about it. Um, but um, but I think they really pushed Roman to, you know, like they really made him seem like this unbeatable force. But also Edge came out of it looking strong, and so too did, Brian, did Daniel Bryan. So nobody comes out of this looking like a, like a, a loser or, or less less strong than before. So. Yeah, I actually, watch, you know, I watched this match three times because it was so entertaining. I, I just really liked the story that they told. Even Paul Lee on the outside of the ring, if you see his facial expressions when Roman's in trouble, that in and of itself was entertaining. So Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, um, obviously, you know, I'm going to rate this as five stars. Yeah. What's your rating, sir? Yeah, same. It's a five-star match for sure. Okay, so give us your top three of the event. Okay, so... Third... Will be well. Which one did I say? It was really good. Uh, third will be Bobby Lashley and uh, Drew. Okay. Uh, second would be uh, the Triple Threat: Roman versus Edge versus Daniel. And top match of the night for me because of the emotion around it, and then the final product was Sasha Banks versus uh, Bianca Belair. What do you know? We got the same three matches, just in a little bit different order. That's, that's fair. Yeah, I had the uh, you know I had the women's match at number three with Bianca versus yeah. Sasha. WWE title match, number two, and the universal match is number one. So we picked the same one, just in a little different order. That's, that's fine, yeah. yeah. That's Congratulations good. to, uh, you know, really all the participants in those match those matches. Really amazing performances from everyone. So yeah, yeah, and it left such a good vibe with me that I can't wait to the next pay per view to see where it go, where where you know where things go. Good point. And it seems like we're going to get a lot of WrestleMania rematches because it's being dubbed as you know WrestleMania uh, Backlash. Yeah. So a couple of a couple of uh, WrestleMania rematches are in order. Mm-hmm. So. It should be fun uh, to see how that plays out. But yeah, solid night, solid, solid two nights. So another good WrestleMania in the books. Yes. But uh, we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did, and we hope you enjoyed us discussing it and sharing our thoughts on it. Um, if you want to continue the wrestling um, discussion with us, you can follow us on social media. So. Donnie, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter as the Emerald Enthusiast. You can also find me on YouTube where I do Green Lantern product reviews. So hit me up on Twitter. Let's talk wrestling. Let's talk comics. Let's talk Green Lantern. Awesome. Uh, and you can talk to me about wrestling or 
any other superhero uh, if you want uh, at Adam underscore Lee's fan which is my personal uh, Twitter the the net podcast network Twitter is at MMNPDC uh, so check that out and then they um, and then we also have a Facebook group uh, which is going to be listed uh, in the links below uh, give that a, a a click ask for permission to join and I will add you and we can continue the conversation on Facebook if you like but we hope you enjoyed it uh, we hope that uh, you look forward to more of our wrestling discussion as it will it will happen and we want you until next time to remember that WWE and WrestleMania. Actually, no, no, switch, switch, change it up on the fly. <laughs> you have me on pins and needles. WrestleMania is then, now, and forever from the first WrestleMania to the last. So long, everybody. So long, everyone. We are tyrants and we are kings.